0: All right, you're listening to KDRT 95.7 FM in Davis, California. I am Justin Cox, uh, and I will be hosting this show. This show is called Smashed and Rehashed, and it's a pretty loose, free-form interview show where I talk to a lot of people from Sacramento's sort of punk and indie music scene and along with um, people from sort of the Davis winters area that I, where, where I actually live with my family. Um, where they got a lot of great songwriters and, and whatnot. And today, I'm actually... I'm going to leave this run in the background. This is Piss Cat, by the way. All right, here's my guest, actually. Um, today, I'm talking to a very, very special guest. Uh, one of my favorite songwriters, as a matter of fact. Uh, his name's Tony Clark, and I play music with him. So we're just going to kind of talk about songwriting pretty loosely. I actually pulled up. He was, he was in some traffic, and I actually showed up a few minutes r- right before we started in a bit of a tizzy... Um, I'm going to play a song that we played in our old band right now that actually is a song Tony wrote. So you'll uh, hear him right now and then we'll come back and talk. Which one this is? Yeah, he doesn't know any of this. This was going to be my uh, time killing effort. So this song's called Seven Minutes in Heaven. So that song's called Seven Minutes in Heaven, and so Tony and I used to play in a band together called Stenna and the Poison Apples back in um, around 2008. We play in a band together now called the Poly Orchids, but um, that song was from the early band we played in.
1: Yeah, what was the name of that? I totally forgot about that one, too.
0: What was the name of that uh, that EP? The Gallery EP. The Gallery. Um, yeah. yeah, we like recorded half the songs in a, in a studio space with some friends from... Um, our my friend Blair's band and then we recorded the other half in my family's garage with our friend Brendan and put it together pretty cool yeah a good good first experience and um i'm not proud of those songs
1: I am too i mean we started really early playing music so
0: yeah so so here's the back here's the back story of it my family moved to Winters about um in the very very late 90s kind of became friends with uh f- we kind of actually put off making friends for a little while, but then as we sort of eased into a little bit of a social scene, my brother and I, we met some people, and um, one of those people was Tony. Tony, where were you at with playing guitar? You, you knew chords and could play, but we're just getting started singing and stuff, right?
1: I had one, and, I mean, this is before YouTube, the Internet, so if you wanted to learn how to play an instrument, you had to get a teacher, and, like, we definitely didn't have the funds for that, so it was a lot of me just kind of figuring it out in my room by myself a lot of afternoons and it wasn't i knew how to play i felt like but i wasn't comfortable like you know you and i are now so when i met you and your family and your dad and you guys all played guitar even Trav, even a little bit back then too yeah you know just kind of soaking it up with you guys and you know, I think I learned how to play and sing in
0: like a weekend. Yeah, you learned that stuff way faster. That was like a 2-year process for me. You had that a lot easier.
1: But I had been, you know, for since I was 14 just sitting in my room. That's true.
0: And I guess you not know. easier, but it did you, you it some felt things it just like it felt a little
2: Yeah, some more things just click
1: with people and, you know, like I look at a piano and it doesn't make sense to me at all. You know, but some people look at it and they just it just get they could just get it. The thing I'm I wish fa- I was like that. The
0: thing I'm fascinated by, and I, I ask this to people when I do stories a lot, is a lot of people learn how to play an instrument to varying degrees. They learn it a little bit, or they learn it a lot, and they've learned something, right. and that's cool, and they can be amazing, and so many, so many people are far beyond anything I feel like I could ever do right. vocally or playing, but the thing that not everybody does is start to write it, whether right. they're writing words and making it, or just, it's sort of a different thing than learning it. Yeah. Did, When can you remember when you like were like, all right, I'm gonna try and make something up, not learn this Nirvana song, but I'm gonna try and make a thing.
1: Well, for I mean, you might feel the same way too. For me, I oh, you know, I my first like CD, CD, it was like 11, and my dad got me, um, for my birthday. Let me guess, Jimi Mm -hmm. Hendrix. Okay, (laughs) and like, dude, as a kid, like, sitting in a room listening to that, going like there's no way I can do this. Like, even, like, if I tried to copy this, there's no way, like, it would even... So, I always wanted to write music. You know what I mean? Write write a song. You know, I always thought that, you know, just the buzz off of that, you know, like, first time when you pick a guitar and you get some chords together, that sounds like something, and you get that buzz, you know? So, I think it was...
0: God, I might have... I know. it's a good question. Yeah, you can't remember what that song was. I
1: think it might have been California Casualty.
0: Yeah, I, c- I remember you were. We were already playing together as we, our little high school band was called Mr. Nobody. Yeah, we played in three three <laughs> bands, and it's pretty much combos three, of the same members. Three same on, members
1: on with varying other people. Yeah, and so
0: the um our friend Ryan played in the high school band instead stand the Poison Apples and the um. Yeah, I feel like you were writing as we were playing in that band. Whereas I was, I had sort of like, I think I had about six albums worth of acoustic <laughs> originals before song, that ever happened. And song a day. You want to, um, yeah, yeah, you want to blackmail me, I can show you the lyrics yeah, to up and, up and Over. Up and Over, or some of my Your dad loves throwing <laughs>
1: those, those out. You know? You I, gotta, for me, I was so self-conscious when it comes to, you know, because I don't know, with my songs are very autobiographical, very... You know what I mean, I pull from my own life a lot of the times. I think I've only written a handful of songs that are maybe about other people or other situations, but for the most part, it's pretty much just yeah. like a timeline of my life, you know and what I'm feeling in those moments so playing those for people and you know everybody's got an opinion when it comes to your your music period, you know, so you know having that fear of people not wanting to hear it or or not like it or have you know want to tell you what they how they think it could be better when you're not feeling up to that it's kind of a scary moment so i think it took me a long time to break those out you know and be comfortable with with you guys as a group and feel comfortable enough to 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 bring those and then you know feel comfortable enough to to handle criticism also
0: yeah yeah but i remember that's part of being I a band sh- though
1: too you know you have to you have to have that bond that trust with, with your bandmates otherwise you know what i mean
0: like speaking about that process like i remember going from basically what i was talking about like making like six albums worth of like acoustic songs yeah, that yeah. were just like i basically the goal was like i got a spiral bound notebook I'm filling it up, and it was I like that's what I just that. do. Yeah. I just fill them up. They're in boxes. It was somewhere. so
1: impressive as a 16 year old to it, see that. It was by good.
0: The way. It was good in the sense that it was like logging reps and trying things, and like, oh, I'm gonna try and write a, a rock song. I'm gonna try and write a country yeah, song. Yeah. I'm gonna try and write a blue song. And you're just kind of like exploring all this territory, which n- essentially none of the songs are good. Maybe one out of every 20 has the seeds of something interesting, but what was cool about that is you do that and then i remember going to college having a notebook like that still yeah. writing some things down and and then having the first like moments of being like well this is actually like this one isn't just another page in it like this is a thing i can continue to elaborate on and try out and then by the time like finishing college and then after that it became like Labor. I started laboring over the same individual song for a month at a time, which is basically the way it happens now. Like, I hear about well, that's like what I do too. I mean, I remember Beck yeah. talking about saying that he writes f- seventy songs so he can make a twelve-song album, and it's like, what are you? What what's getting thrown? Away? I can't understand what you're throwing away. Like, he, his logic is you got to get the bad yeah. songs out of your system to get to the good ones. That's a good point, but I. I'd argue some of my
1: stuff apart so much and mess with it and to get it right. And I, I don't know. I mean, you and I are music fans first and foremost. Period. We still we love listening to music. Some people aren't like that. You and I are those
0: people. Period. Sending YouTube links back and forth. Back and
1: forth. Getting just soaking up different albums and stuff like that. So I feel like you and I know what a good song sounds like. You and I know what a good lyric sounds like. So when we write something and it doesn't have those elements that we think that are at a 10 out of, you know, out of, you know, one to 10, then we mess with it and take it apart and try to find something, you know, and so it takes longer for us to put something out. No, there are musicians out there who will just write a song and put it out and see what happens, you know. And some people like it, and some people think it's not that great. I th- I you think and I are too af- – I don't know. At least I am. I'm too afraid to um, <laughs> to put out something bad, and, you know, like
0: – We have a thing that's, like, a, a good thing of, like, you could have something, you write it, see how you feel about it the next day, and keep going. And then Which you is gotta, a good and, idea. And then you got to think about, like – all right, I'm gonna have to bring this, and Tony and Travis <laughs> are gonna hear it. And I don't want them to make fun of me, so oh, this yeah, that's, not stick, that's especially if, if I'm going into territory that can be like right.
1: Well, just I mean, you and I, I, I think that's a good you know, because we, yeah, we do mess with each other. And if it's if it's you know,
0: it's not making fun of goofy. something, it's not making fun of something because you got personal or sad no, or no. happy or whatever, it's because you got. Cliche or corny or right. cheesy or, or whatever. And it's not, and making fun of is the wrong word, but it's, it's a, uh, I don't know. I think it's, it keeps it's cool. You, it keeps you on your toes. And I think
1: it's a good thing. I mean, we aren't, it's not mean spirited whatsoever. It's meant to, you know, cause we do it so, so you know, unconsciously that it's, I, I think it's just, cause we are, I'm probably your biggest songwriting fan. Yeah. And it's like, well, dude. Like, I know you can do better than this. Like, that's, this part, I mean, it's a great song, but it's, this
0: part, come on. Yeah, that's like, been fun about, that's what's fun about having together as a band is you then find the little spots you can work on. And I mean, really, the totally. way we're talking about this, like, we're we're straight up talking from the perspective of, like, um, kids who grew up on punk music, some folk music yeah. from our families, and basically pop music, and, and we're... Were, there's a whole different type of this, songwriting like this for people who are like virtuosos on their instruments right. or much more experimental or electronic or all this. So, that, what we're talking about is like we've got like limited skill sets and grew yeah. up listening to three and four chord songs, three chords, largely strummed right. out or picked in four, four time signatures that somewhere along the line have a hook and have lyrics that aren't total throwaways. So that's the lens we sort of see this through.
1: Right. And then, you know, at the same time, too, is like some people are fans of music without lyrics. Some people are fans of of certain musicians that can just go crazy on a certain instrument. I think you and I are songwriting fans. Like we, you know, and and it's not just the lyrics. It's the
0: sort of dynamics of it all. Right.
1: yeah, yeah, you know, it's the melody, it's the 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 whole thing the way it comes in, the the, the breaks and the com- you know, all that stuff to us matters. So when we write songs, we take from those elements too. Yeah. You know, cuz we have friends who are awesome musicians that can sit down and play note for note Stevie Ray Vaughan stuff like that. I was knew from a young age that like ain't going to happen and I don't have the time and yeah. I would rather I would rather use songwriting as a total therapy session because I know what it does to me and I know how it makes me feel and I, I know it feels, you know. When you get to say something in music that you can't say to somebody in real life, it's... It it's a therapy session and then you can move on.
0: I think you, you sort of find the skills you have and the tools you have and the things that you really, really, really love. Right. And say like, all right, well these are the tools I have. I wanna push them and try different things and move and and not just like rest on that and do the same thing over and over again. But right. I know that we've had these little learning <laughs> experiences where it's like Wow, these like these Radiohead songs are amazing. I like this, and you're sort of getting baited and pulled toward that. Uh-huh. But the tr- the reality is, our effort to try and make a Radiohead song is gonna sound like like a someone on YouTube covering a Coldplay song, right? That's really what's gonna happen. Yeah. Or I remember saying that where it was like listening to like Pearl Jam's second album verses, and it's real aggressive, and for that, for this like kind of grungy music, and it was like. Mm. We're pro- like and, yeah. and you're shifting time, making so sure it's like we're probably gonna sound more like can- Candlebox or something. <laughs> so just find some music that's like play play with the tools right. you have and 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 it's fun. It's been a cool process in this band, and it's been a cool thing to watch people respond positively to. In the band is we're playing like the intro to this show. This show's called Smashed and Rehashed, and that's um, the name of a release by the band Piss Cat, some of our best friends. Yeah, these these guys are, these awesome. guys are way more loud and hard and aggressive and technically proficient. And these guys write unbelievable songs from a whole different angle, way beyond what we do, and that we can appreciate and love. Totally. And they appreciate and love, too. And it's cool to watch. Like, a lot of the bands we're playing with are are sort of louder and harder than us. But it's been fun to watch, to sort of, I don't know, integrate into that. And and we've learned in the process.
1: And that's the thing, too. It's like, for me, I... You know, I'm not a metal guy, but I love the music that I listen to at home. For the most part, is like very fast, very aggressive, like the music that Piss Cat plays. Maybe not <laughs> as great. I mean, they're
0: I toggle but, back and forth. I got but you know, it and then
1: that. you know, but when you sit down for me, when I sit down to write a song, it it just comes out how it comes out. You know, once it's out, then you can kind of speed it up, you can slow it down, you could do whatever you want to it, but how it comes out is how it comes out, and I always found it very, at least for me, very difficult to sit down and try to write a certain style song. It's always, you know, how it comes. You know, once once you kind of get the bones of it, then you can kind of mold it and kind of do this and that, which is what I just did to one of the, the
0: recent songs that I just wrote. But yeah, you're. I like talking to you about this kind of thing because it's weird. We weirdly kind of write the same, and that it's like, all right, it's like give speak with some detail and things like that in verses, and then make sure that whatever chorus you get to is not um just something that feels redundant, repetitive, like do something, like take a turn, do right, add something. Right. But and and so we have that and, and kinda build the like high, low dynamics into a song and, and we're sort of inclined to approach all that stuff the same, but kinda lyrically and um I don't even know how to describe it. You'll have you'll have these sort of like two line almost like uh, these like more self-contained, really amazing pop. Like the one fifty-one makes me fifty-one fifty a danger to myself and yeah. with. These are like n- a jingle isn't the right word, but it's like it. It's like this self-contained, cool. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but I don't have. I can't. I'm not good at it. Well, you know, it's funny.
1: It. Today, I was actually listening to an interview with Dave Grohl, and he was talking about how um, American audiences like. Songs that have choruses that are basically like a bumper sticker, you know, yeah, like a line like that that can hold together a song that people can sing, and I never even thought of it like that. And he's, I just totally true. So with a song like that where it's got just a great hook and great line, you can kind of work the rest of the lyrics around that. That is the only you know, and you hear it's like songwriters talk about that this happens every once in a while. That's the first and only time that I wrote a song while in the shower and ran out and grabbed my guitar and finished it in in twenty five minutes. That's Crazy! Your,
0: that's your uh, behind the music Bon Jovi want a <laughs> Dead or Alive" moment. Cause I I
1: found, no, that. I found it awful to even say. You no, know, like cause, You know, I sat
0: down with my guitar. Yeah, man. The tune came in my head. It's
1: like the guy from Oasis who <laughs> was like, "I knew these were great songs before I even wrote them." Yeah, dude. You and hope. then he comes out with you know "Wonderwall," and you're like jeez dude you wrote that in five minutes i hate you you know i don't want to be that guy but it happens and that was something i was because i sing in the shower so that what was going that's what was happening in my head and i could hear it in my head and i i was still wet in the shower grabbed my guitar and nice yeah
0: (laughs) i'm gonna say that next time we play it at a show i know right yeah, it's it's interesting like the bumper sticker thing is interesting and I think that there's that I interviewed a guy recently and he was saying um he was talking about sort of like using your space economically and making sure everything you do in a song serves a purpose and he was yeah. saying it's it's easy to like a lot of times it's harder to do that. It's, you could say oh that's a shorter song whatever that's easier but it, the the line he said is if I had more time I'd have written you a shorter letter, meaning <laughs> editing and making hard choices is whatever. That's a great that's line cool. too. I think that's cool. Yeah, that'll be in your song. That'll be a song. I know, right? I'm I'm
1: stealing that for sure.
0: (laughs) But but I also love like like uh, so. There's that, and then I love like there's a couple against me lines. Like he he'll run a sentence like the chorus for. uh, She'll run a sentence. Sorry, she'll the uh, a sentence that's like. What's the what's the one for Thrash Unreal? Like, my, nobody ever told me my m- mom would grow up to be a junkie? or Yeah. It's like this long line repeated over and over again as, like, a chorus. That's right. Like, who who would do that? And she has I mean, a lot Lord of them Jane like Grace that. Is,
1: I mean, you and I have, like, a similar uh, – we, we like most of the same music. Some things you like that I don't. But for the majority, like I'll hear a song and then send it to you immediately, and it'll be like one line or two lines in that song that just have get chills that run down my back, and that's the thing you know I was trying to talk about, explain earlier. And then I'll send it to you and go like, listen to this, yeah, you know, listen to this line, like how perfect is that? That so when I sit down to try to write, I try to have like I like those. Those moments and songs, so I try to cram as many, Find like, I'll line. write a ton of lyrics for a song, like, and then try to pick the best ones, or try to fit them all, and then you will have to tell me. Especially
0: after I tell you, like, dude, you're, this song's mm-hmm. gonna be seven minutes of four chords. <laughs> can't, can't
1: do it. Uh huh. That's a third
0: of a set. <laughs> and then it's
1: hard. It's hard because some of those lines, you're just like, oh man, I, those are some of my favorites. But to service the song, and that's the thing we say a lot does it service the song yeah does it make it better
0: it's just funny, like because we're we're very it's very much like written on acoustic guitars, or, or we'll oh, write yeah. them together in the thing. But like the bones of them are written that way, yeah. and then you hop in with like we we just recorded at Earth Tone with Pat Hills and watch like we're doing a song, he's singing it with some like fresh fresh ears, yeah. And then he's he's layering organ lines over it Dude, and things that like was that. A and You're kind of like moment too. My God, I can't even get my mind into the space of that happening after hearing it right. for the first time in that moment, like maybe i'd find my way to some some layered over thing like that in spending month with it but it it's just it's just wild to me and that's that's like like we said it's a whole different so it's a well, set it's of like, tools that goes way beyond right
1: so surrounding ourselves with creative people that can hear that kind of stuff yeah. or have a different perspective because we're we're so we're too close to it yeah they're you know yeah
0: it's true i could probably like someone could be playing something forever all the time and ask me to like noodle on the guitar in the key of a and i could yeah. probably do it and maybe that would sound good and i would think it was easy but who knows it might sound terrible yeah i don't really know um yeah yeah i, I think
1: right now you and i are in a very creative place you know because it, it'll happen you know like we'll take breaks and you know hear from you like dude i haven't picked up the guitar in three weeks you know, yeah, but I think at least for me right now, I'm, you know, because it comes in spurts and you have dry spells and stuff like that where you you can't think of anything and you know nothing's really going on. And for me, I'm in a really creative spot where, you know, I have like four, five different songs started that I'm keep going back and forth to that I'll take lyrics from one and try to fit into a different one and. You know, and they don't at the, you know, I don't really have a, an idea what they're going to be about, you know, just figuring it out as I go.
0: Pulling them together right now. Yeah. That the uh, interview I did, he talked about that had like while on tour, it was, it, they'd recorded like 180 voice memos on their phone and it was really? like, we're done on tour, too busy. Oh, like recording don't songs the space, on their phone? Just little yeah, loops do. and things. Yeah. And then it was like. I'm getting in this house, and now I'm going to listen through. It's like an hour and a half of like v- parts, not even yeah. full songs, but just parts. And then basically, like Mr. Potato head them head them yeah. together and think about the meaning they take on when you do that. And I've
1: been doing that, that cool. since Sunday, which is kind of funny. So See, I have I can't like... do
0: that. I don't. That's a thing I don't do. I'm like linear and find a chorus Ooh. last. Never in my life have I written a chorus before verses. Oh yeah,
1: that's usually like. Well, I try to find. I'll sit in my room Or in the living You know somewhere it, I always have to be By myself Like House has to be empty For me to get Into a creative a creative yeah. space You know what I mean If there's somebody around Because I don't know It's so personal And like you know It's like speaking In front of In cr- front of a, an audience You know like I can't have somebody With their eyes Or ears on me it, it's, I gotta it's, be I gotta feel Comfortable enough To, to sound awful yeah, you
0: know? I fully agree with that. It's like, I I've found, I've found, I mean, it used to be that I would write full songs or all the verses or, and maybe you edit them later and stuff like that, but yeah. it, it probably because I just had more time. I didn't have a career and kids and everything right. like that. But also like where I'd write it all out now, I find that I basically write a verse at a time and it's like, That's I d- cool, exhale though. when I finally get a verse and it's like, yeah. cool, that, that moved forward. That's a good thing. Um, yeah. one second. I feel like that same way too, inch by inch. International House Davis promotes respect and appreciation for all peoples by sponsoring numerous opportunities for cross-cultural interaction and exchange. In addition to serving as a home away from home for international students and scholars, iHouse is a community resource for cultural discovery. iHouse hosts social gatherings, an international film series, art exhibits, a monthly storytelling program for kids, and weekly language classes. I House Davis is located on College Park Drive just off of Russell Boulevard. For more information, call 530-753-5007 or visit Uh We got about one minute um, before we shut this thing down. I've enjoyed it. I like talking to you about this kind of stuff. I like talking to people in general about this kind yeah. of stuff, but um, yeah, songwriting's cool. Songs are cool, and basically like talking about songwriting is like... Uh, yeah. Documentary I mean, about I think I picked up the like,
1: guitar to like get girls, but at this point it's total therapy, you know. Didn't know. I'm not ever. the best at it, but it's my favorite thing I do, you know. Pretty good at it. Yeah. Um, right. The writing part. <laughs> the guitar part pretty mediocre. Yeah, pre- oh, very You're, mediocre. Uh, you can be counted on to